Welcome to One Life, where we live in faith every day and we talk about everything that pertains to life. It is your girl, CC Echoes. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending upon where you're listening to us from. Guys, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. How are you guys doing? How y'all doing today? I am doing fantastic. (laughs) Thank you for asking. I'm doing really good today. Um, I went to, um, yeah, I went for a walk because I said I needed to get back to, um, exercising, right? So I went for a walk and typically... I could do at least eight times. Eight times is around my little college. Eight times is about an hour and maybe 10 minutes. Y'all, I couldn't even do one and a half. I was so ashamed of myself. I was I was literally walking around like I was a chain smoker. I was literally could hardly like... <sighs> know that's a shame but you better believe that um I'm gonna get it together and I'm gonna increase my one and a half so I because I have to at least get back to my eight and my eight to ten so I didn't want to overdo it but a little shame myself there but at least I got out there and at least I did something and I want to encourage you guys Get out and do some exercise. I mean, the weather is cooling off just a wee bit. But get out and walk. Get out and do some exercise. Stretch before you walk. But get out and and do some exercise and and take care of your temple. Which brings me to the point of my 53 things that I just love. And number 18. I just gave you number 18. I love a good walk. I mean, everybody can do it. Love a good walk. I love to walk. I love I, I I like working out at the gym also, but not as much as I enjoy the outdoors of walking in the scenery. I love a good walk. And that's my number 18, y'all. 53 things that I just love. My number 19. <laughs> Um, I love being me. I absolutely love being me. And I hope you love being you too. And I think so many times that we live in a society now that is very interesting. It's very interesting. And it's important that you know who you are and you love yourself. And you accept yourself because if you don't know who you are, if you don't love yourself, you will always try to please other people and you will always try to be someone that you're not and you will be a very miserable person. So 53 things that I just love about everything is I love everything about myself. And um, I hope you do the same. I hope you love you. I really do. I hope you love yourself. So that's going to do it. And I hope you guys are keeping your list. 
we got a couple more things to to um to discover that we like and um looking forward to seeing and having my completed list now the word of the week because i told you y'all since school has started back we're gonna be doing the word of the week now i didn't get you i didn't give you guys a word of the week last week but this week's the word of the week is infallible infallible i-n-f-a-l-l-i-a-b-l-e infallible the inability to be wrong now i i know many of us may feel like we are infallible but the truth of the matter is we are not the truth of the matter is only one person is infallible and that is jesus christ so guys that's gonna be the word of the week i want to remind you that you're not infallible but jesus christ is infallible and with that being said the entire week i want you to meditate on that word because no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're dealing with, no matter what you're going through, know that Jesus cannot make a mistake because know that Jesus can never be wrong because he is infallible. All right. All right. Now today, Ooh-wee. We got a great show planned for you guys. Now, I told you we was going to be doing special guests for the whole year. I try to have at least one or two guests a year. I mean, a year, a month. I try to have at least one or two guests a month. And this week, the One Life Podcast and Inner Circle has combined shows today. So we both are going to be hosts today. So I can't wait to introduce you to the host who's going to be hosting with me, not co-host, but who's going to be hosting alongside of me. So it's going to be a fun show. So guys, don't go nowhere. Can't wait. You're going to get a chance to learn a little bit more about me. You're going to get a chance to learn a little bit more about the host Who's going to be, um, he has, he's has his own podcast as well. Inner circle podcast. So it's going to be a laid back fun show today. How about that? All right. So don't go nowhere. Back in a moment. Have you read the recent SOS magazine? It's packed with articles, information, and tools for the soul. To subscribe, go to hello at soldoutsisters.org. That's hello at soldoutsisters.org. Your soul will thank you for it. I am learning that no matter what is going on around me, to give thanks and to be grateful. You know, this week I was determined to do just that. I woke up every morning and on purpose, I sang a new song and danced as I got dressed for work. Want to hear more of the story? 
then check out this week's blog titled My Heart is Grateful. Check it out on my website, thecceclesgroup.com. That's thecceclesgroup.com. Just another life lesson for you. everybody for uh, tuning in to this crossover episode with the Inner Circle and the One Life Show. Um, I'm very happy to be here. As Cece has said, she is my friend for life. And for life. we have um, had some interesting experiences with this radio podcasting thing. And so how I got into ministry was pretty interesting. I had no intent to get into ministry. And we joined a church here in Atlanta after we moved here from New Jersey. And the pastor was so enigmatic and so dynamic that I just had some serious questions for him after our new members class orientation. And uh, the question that I asked him, he was like, you know, that's really interesting. You need to come see me after this is over. I was like, okay. So I did, and we talked about my question, but more uh, to the point, he asked me, he said, have you ever thought about ministry? Ever feel like you've been called? I was like, no. Now, granted, I was a praise and worship singer uh, and praise and worship leader at our church in New Jersey for five years. Um, And that is my first love is singing. You know, but the Lord made me, uh, I believe the Lord had me make a choice between the two. He was like, either you can go sing, do all of that there, or you can serve me and be on this path that I have you on with this calling that I have you for. Now, most, you know, I, I wasn't about to 
you know, shirk the Lord and, and do my own thing. But singing is my first love, and that's how I got into ministry per se. But this particular pastor, shout out to Dr. Daryl Hall, he was the one that said, let me talk to you about whether or not you've actually been called. And oh, he, wow. he gave me this pamphlet, and he said, read this over and fill it out. And at the end of it, you'll get a very good general sense of whether or not you're being called. And I did just that. It was like 100 pages. It was very introspective and very reflective. And I completed it. And at the end of it, I was like, yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> I guess I am being called. Wow. And so he put me on a course that has set my life up to where it is today. And he's one of those people that, you know, God puts in your life that um, and will really be a blessing to you um, from many different facets. Um, because he sat me down and he said, this is what we're going to do. Um, you're going to work in the church and you're going to go to school. So you're going to get school knowledge and you're going to get practical in church knowledge. And by the time you graduate and get your degree, you're going to be so far ahead of the people that you graduate with because you'll have both experiences. And it really worked out exactly that way as a member of that church, which is a mega church here in Atlanta. I did a lot of stuff. I ran the gamut from youth pastor to start a nursing home ministry to organizing block parties to uh, uh, having men groups, men's group and doing outreach, all type of stuff that gave me some great experience. So when the pandemic hit and everything shut down, the Lord spoke to me and he said, you know, we can do ministry a different way and we're going to. And that was through podcasts and other social oh. platforms that allow the word now to spread, not just to the unchurched, but to the unchurched around the world. And so that was the vision for the ministry. And it went from there and went from being a podcast to being a full-fledged online virtual global church where the podcast started out with just my family and friends listening. And through God's promotion, we now are a virtual global church with over 1,300 followers in 14 different countries. Oh. So that's just the grace of God that is unveiled whenever you follow his will. You know, but enough about me. Tell our people out here that may not be familiar, even some of your own listeners, how did you get into ministry? I share this story all the time because it's so dear to my heart. And that is, I was probably 19, I believe working at, it was called SunTrust Bank at the time, and I was going to work every day thinking I was fine because I was just going to church. And this woman by the name of Vanessa Baldwin, um, she was training me, and she said, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Mm. And I said, I go to church. 
And she said, that's not what I asked you. <laughs> I'm like, this sister right here. But it made me think. And then she said, meet me in the bathroom. So back then, like I said, they normally would have a key to the bank, you know, the bathroom. So 12 o'clock, I went back there in the bathroom with her. I repeated the Lord's Prayer. I got filled with the Holy Ghost, and I have not turned back since. That was the best day of my life. Mm. And I didn't know that there was a difference between going to church and really confessing and accepting Jesus Christ in my heart. There's a huge difference. Huge difference. And one of the differences is I was comfortable going to church. I felt it was a duty. I felt, you know, it, it was it was religious to go to church. But when I accepted Jesus Christ in my heart, I realized that I have a purpose. I have a reason for being here. I have a charge to keep. I have a God to glorify. There, there's, there's really purpose in why I exist. I didn't know that before. Right. So that's my story in terms of how I came into self to being saved. Now, when I started my podcast, it was it started back years ago when my 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 husband Shelby passed away, and I was like, Lord, he passed away. He wasn't even forty. Mm. There has to be more to living than just this. And then God said, Use what's in your hand. So I started a newsletter called Life. It was called Living Faith Every Day, L-I-F-E. And it was just a newsletter where I would just email it to different people. Well, I had grew an email list of about a thousand people, including Africa. Wow. And yes, and God, through God's promotions, <laughs> I just faithfully would do the newsletter because I knew that he had gifted me to write. And from that point, um, to you and I first spoke on the phone, God just kept saying, it's more. You, you got to do more. Because as the times change, you got to change. Yep. You know, no longer is it this. Now we got to be this in order to meet the masses. So I'm like, well, Lord, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And then he said podcast. And then the rest is history. And then that's the birth of the One Life Podcast Ministry. Amen. Amen. You hit it on the head. Um when God tells us, listen, I'm, I'm going to do this thing and I need you to trust me in it. We need to remember what Isaiah said, what it said in the book of Isaiah. He said, behold, I am doing a new thing. Yes. You know, when God starts to do a new thing, our job is to roll with it. Because let's think of it this way. When God does a new thing, are we going to stop him? If he wants to do a new thing, he's going to accomplish it because he's God. He can do whatever he wants. No one's going to stop him. Nothing's going to stop him. So you can either roll with it or you can get rolled over. My Lord. And that's what happens in most people's lives. They don't roll with what the Lord is trying to do with them, his will for their lives. They end up getting rolled over. And so when we talk about changing, in ministry and how you use the podcast as a new medium, a new platform to take the gospel to other people. Cause it's interesting. You already had Africa with the newsletter. Right. Now we incorporate an audio file. You incorporate video file. You use every platform possible to impact the world for the gospel. 
And the reason why I bring this up and why it's so interesting you would say that is because that is exactly the vision that God gave for Benevolent Faith Ministries. Wow. It was to take the gospel. It was the fulfillment of the, of the Great Commission only from the sense that, like you said, you have to be adaptable and change with the times because the Lord doesn't change and his word doesn't change. Absolutely. And can I say this? Uh, when the Lord gave me the podcast vision, I was terrified. I was beyond terrified because it was territory that was unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. And one thing about people, about people in general, well, let me just talk about CC. One thing about me is like, <laughs> I, I like to be prepared. I like to study. I like to know what I'm talking about. Right. But I felt like God just shoved me into something that I'm like, oh my God. And then when you came, you was that lifesaver for me. You spoon fed me knowledge. So one thing that I want to say, because God told me your ministry is faith. So either you're going to believe or you're not going to believe. Mm -hmm. But as I stepped and moved, the Bible said, as they went, he healed them. Oh. As I went, God was healing me from the fear. Mm -hmm. as, and I still get a little, you know, whatever, because that's, that's, that's human nature because God wants us to depend on him. Right. He don't want us to feel like we always got it together because we won't need him. But as even when the fear still tries to come, I'm like, okay, greater is me than in me than he that is in the world. Okay. All mm -hmm. right, Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. I still know that it's not nothing of myself. But what I realized through this whole experience of this podcast thing with me stepping out is that God would never leave you by yourself. That's right. And I praise God for the patience that you exhibited towards me because I know you from a can of paint. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you took the time to spoon feed me. You took the time to show me what I needed, you know, and I'm so grateful to God. I mean, when I get through talking to you, I'll be like, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you. Thank you. Because I didn't know anything. And when you don't know a certain thing, the enemy was his voice can be louder than God's voice. That's God right. That's right. Move, That's the right. enemy is telling you, but you don't know this. And you don't That's know right. that. That's right. That's you right. better silence Come on. Come the on. voice of the enemy. Come on. And you got to still step out on that faith. You still got to walk on that water. You still got to roll up them sleeves. And you still got to do it afraid. Okay, now wait a minute. Hold up. I'm about to put you on the spot here on oh, the no. inner circle okay. and on the One Life show. Y'all y'all, just heard for yourself. And y'all, if y'all listen to our show, we encourage you to do that. Um, go to BMC Radio's website, which I believe is bmcradio.org backslash UK. And you can see not only, um, you can listen to not only her show, but all the great shows that they got on BMC Radio. They got a lot of great shows with a lot of great hosts. And the One Life show is one of them. But if you listen to her show, Y'all know that CC go into this mode where she be real dangerously close to sound like she preaching, right? And so we talk about this all the time. So I'm going to put her on the spot on this show, The Inner Circle, and on her show, The One Life Show, by saying in front of everyone, we're going to be looking forward to the day when you come on our Tuesday night platform and preach the word, my friend. Amen. Now, now y'all heard it. Y'all heard it out there. I put it out there. 
But yeah, and you're absolutely right. And one of the keys of overcoming that fear of getting into the podcasting quote unquote business or whatever was simply the faith. You stepped out on faith and he rewarded you for it. And we should all take our cues from Miss Cece. When we step out on faith, even when we're afraid, like, Lord, I ain't got no idea what I'm doing here. He will bless us in ways that we will not be able to fathom. Now, in her instance, and I'm greatly appreciative of it, she's saying that I was that blessing. Well, I was blessed to be a blessing. So the Lord allowed me. He hooked me up with where we are with our podcast, Deeper in the Word, because we have a lot of different platforms, y'all. Okay, we have the Inner Circle here on BMC Radio. We have another show on BMC Radio called For Better or For Worse, which is a marriage show and podcast that I do with my wife, Marquita. We have another show on BMC Radio called uh, The Road to Emmaus, which I do with my friend, Pastor Chris Pipkin of our sister church, Oasis on the Mount in in, uh, Garland, Texas. Then we have our podcast, Deeper in the Word, that appears on all the same platforms that you can find the One Life show on. Then we also have our Tuesday night service that you can come to. We have a TV show. We have an app where we have our own TV channel where you can have your own show on our TV stations that get broadcast on Apple, Roku, and Amazon uh, um, Amazon Fire. So we got a lot going on in terms of platforms. Because when this thing started and Lord started giving me all these visions and these creating these opportunities. I was like, Lord, what are you doing? Where are we going with this? I knew we were never going to have a building. That was never our intent. And it wasn't God's intent. He was like, okay, we're doing something new. Behold, I am making rivers in the desert. I'm doing something new. So I need you to roll with me. So all those times where people doubted that this model would work, People said, you can't be a virtual church because it's not sustainable. Furthermore, it's not scriptural. Hebrews tells us that we cannot forsake assembly together. Well, you are assembling together if you're on Zoom, if you're meeting in small groups. Furthermore, you are assembling together if you're meeting at a restaurant with your small group or with other people from your church. And y'all meeting and talking about the word, that is forsaking not assembly. Furthermore, when we look at the history of the church, people met in each other's houses. It wasn't a building. So there's no law. There's nothing that said that you have to meet in a building. So once God started revealing that to other people, they started looking at benevolent like, this is uh, this is interesting what you got going on here. You know, and our giving model, our giving model, as you know, is different as well. That kind of goes along with that, with that. We don't take people's money. Because why? We don't have a building. Now, we do have ministries around the world, but for the most part, y'all, and here's the shocker, that comes out of my pocket. I mean, it it just is what it is. And when we, if, if the Lord grows us to the point where people start contributing great amounts, then hallelujah. But the work still has to be done. So if I gotta pay for it, then I gotta pay for it. But the point is that in our giving model. We don't take people's money and we instead encourage them to give to our giving partners, which are organizations that we've partnered with 
And we just hook people up to them. And when it's time for giving during our online services on Tuesday or whenever else people want to give, you just go to their, you go to our website, it'll show you a list of who they are. And then when you click on their link, it'll take you directly to their website and you give your money directly to them. So that's a lot different model than the average church. But again, our model in general, a global virtual church is a different model. It's God doing something different. And it goes back to that point you made about being afraid when you first started. I had no idea any of this was going to be any of this. Yeah. And even though if I wasn't afraid, well, wait, even if um, I wasn't afraid, I was still anxious, still kind of like, Lord, what is this? What are you doing? And it was only through patience and faith, the same thing you did, patience and faith. Those were the only reasons why he continued to bless it. And it is what it is now. Same way one life is what it is now. Amen. I want to go back to that um, invitation. Come on now. That you gave me. Yeah, yeah. To come and to speak. And I, you know, and I would love to. I, I would love to. I would love to come. Because one of the things that we teach on the One Life Podcast is you have to grow. Yeah. And in order to grow, one is, one, another thing is that you and I have been trying to get this interview done, you know, this crossover episode done for forever. Mm-hmm. But you have to grow and you have to challenge yourself. Yeah. And you were saying that I'm borderline. Um, you've always said that I'm borderline sounding like a preacher. And I was like, no, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's because, and I'm very transparent because that's what my ministry is. It's because the ministers and the preachers that I saw that were in my peripheral vision they had no character yeah and i resisted it like oh no don't compare me to that right right and and i i never (laughs) wanted to be a preacher or minister because of the reputation that they carry and one thing that the lord had to and is continuing to share with me and to teach me is that these are men i am god come on And when you look your eyes and put your eyes on their flaws, on their mistakes, on their whatever, you're missing the mark already. Mm -hmm. Keep your eyes on me. Mm -hmm. So now I know that God has called me to minister. I know God has called me to evangelize. I know God has called me to teach the word. And it's whatever door he opens, that's the door that I would go through because I know that it's not me that's doing it. I know that it would definitely be him using me. And that's the difference. That's the difference because we're just people. We're just men. We're, we're flawed. You know, we are just flawed. And if this platform has not taught me anything, it has taught me that God can use whoever he want to use because he's using me. And that's the honest to God's truth. And for those of you who are listening, know that God can use you, but you got to be a willing vessel to go. Got to be. He can't use you if you're too scared to go. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be willing to say, Lord, when I started this podcast, I said, Lord, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I, I really don't know what to do. And Greg said, I got somebody. I got somebody. Oh, by the way, shout out to it. Actually, I think you said Greg Brandt. It's Greg Bowers. Greg Bowers. Yeah, shout out to our brother Greg Bowers. Hey, Greg I mean, Bowers. I meant to say me. that earlier. Don't kill me, Greg. 
That's my guy. <laughs> Love you, Greg. Good people. Good <laughs> you, people. Good heart. Good people. Thank you so much for the correction. But I thank God for the connection. I thank God for him allowing our paths to cross. So we give God praise for that. Amen. Now, listen, you have spoken at length about your ministry and about where God has brought you to and how he strengthened you to get you to that point. Now that you're to that point and one life is doing what it's doing and you've reached this point in your ministry and you're balancing ministry with your professional life, what motivates you in ministry? What what drives you in it? Where, where's your fire for it come from these days? When I see people change, you know, it's yeah. one thing to talk the talk, but it's another thing to allow the power of God to really work in our lives. Yeah. And when I hear people say, oh my God, that message was for me. And then weeks later, you actually start seeing them talk differently, walk differently, yeah. being differently. Yeah. That motivates me. Yeah. That yeah, motivates good. me because like I had said on the, on, on a previous podcast, if you are a lazy Christian, you are a defeated Christian. Mm. Because it takes work. Right. And what I mean when I say work, you have to read your word. You have to step out on faith. Yeah. You have to be determined to grow. You have to be determined to change. That's what motivates me. Yeah, that's good. You have to develop good work ethics. You have to be disciplined. That's what motivates me. Mm. When I see that the people that are listening to the podcast and they have a testimony, they do their homework, they're growing leaps and bounds in the things of God. Yeah, that that adds fuel to my fire. Amen. Amen. Fire. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Yes, yes. Yes, indeed. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> <laughs> now, what motivates you? Well, you know, it's really interesting because... We're doing all this stuff with this church, and it's really expanding. God is growing it. You know, people are coming and know me. Oh, Pastor Rob, this, that. But, you know, I really do not consider myself a preacher, at least not in the traditional sense that people are used to a preacher. I mean, I'm a preacher in that I preach the word of God. But in the traditional sense where people are used to preachers, I don't consider myself that. I'm more of a teacher. And... What motivates me in teaching, what motivates some people in teaching is that I got knowledge of this and I want to show you how much I know about it so that you can know about it too. And that's cool. What motivates me in teaching is, especially in ministry, is yo, look at what I just learned, y'all. Y'all not going to believe this. So it's not even a standpoint of I'm trying to show you something you don't know as much as I just found this out, and it's so crazy that you need to know it too. And so what motivates me is seeing people, like you said, change from that teaching. And I'm not attributing it to me. I'm attributing it to the word. And I have been a, a, a pastor to the elderly, a youth pastor, uh, a, a pastor to my family. So there, in those respects, you have to be able to cater to different groups and the sensibilities of those groups. When you're talking to the elderly, you're going to be talking 
from a lot of Old Testament sensibilities. When you're talking to the youth, you're going to be trying to make the word practical to them. But what motivates me is when you teach the word of God or preach the word of God and somebody has that look in their eyes and you know it when somebody is really intently listening to you and it means that it's registering in their head and you can see the wheels turning in their head. You can literally see the wheels turning. And then when they come up afterwards and they say, I never thought about it that way before. And when you get parents, this is a true story. This is what really, I'm about to get goosebumps because this is the type of stuff that God does. And I don't attribute it to me, it's just him. Where it's been sessions after we've had youth uh, church where kids' parents came up to me. This woman's parent, uh, this woman came up to me and said, I just wanted to come meet you. I said, I don't understand. She said, you, my sons love your class so much that they made me get up and come to church. And because they were so enthusiastic about going to church to come to your class, I was like, well, I might as well get up and go too. And I got a good word over from the pastor and they enjoyed your class. So thank you for motivating my children to want to wow. come to church. Wow. And that's a true story. And there was a lot of parents who said things similar to that. And when people say that to you, it makes you go, okay, I guess I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like the God gets all the glory, but Lord, I, I guess you're being pleased with what's going on because you're manifesting this. So glory to you that it's being done Right, because that's the real motivation to do this work and to know that you might just be doing it right in God's sight. Because remember, Jesus said it's going to be a lot of people. They're going to get there on that day. And he's going to say, depart from me. I know you're not. They're going to be like, but Lord, we did this. We did that. He's going to be like, nah, go on somewhere. And I do not... Want to be one of those people, sis? Me either. Me either. Well, it has been great having you on the crossover episode. My goodness! And traditionally, we always give out a homework assignment, and this is not going to be any different. So, for homework, if you have not tuned in to Benevolent Faith Ministries. I invite you to do so, and I want you to, to um, give out some additional information as far as how people can find you. Absolutely. Um, you can find us on the web at benevolentfaithministries.org. If you log on there, you'll learn all about us and how you can be the church without the need for any building, because that's what we do. Find out about our giving partnerships and how we don't take your money. And also, you can find us on BMC Radio in the same place where you can find the One Life Show. Check for uh, Just check their schedule on their website and look for our shows. Um, you can also listen to our podcast, Deeper in the Word. That's available on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, Amazon Music, all that good stuff. And join us every Tuesday night, 7 Eastern, for our online church services. You go to benevolentfaithministries.online.church. You can create a screen nickname and chat along with us 
during the service. Oh, finally, check out our TV show. We have a TV show called Walk in the Word yes, with Benevolent Faith yes. Ministries that airs every Wednesday afternoon at 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central, 11.30 a.m. Pacific Time on the Daily Gospel Network. Just go to www.dailygospelnetwork.tv to watch it there at those times. Or if you miss it, just go to our YouTube page where you can see everything I pretty much just talked about. Just go to YouTube and look for Benevolent Faith Ministries and you'll see our YouTube page, you see our little logo, the cross with the crown on it in the backdrop of a Bible, and uh, just check us out. But Miss Cece, tell everybody that might be listening with the Inner Circle right now, how can they find you, and how can they get involved with One Live, One Live, One Live? Absolutely. <laughs> Well, we are. We normally have a show every Tuesday, and that show normally um, airs at 7 a.m. You can also find me at the C.C. Eccles Group. Eccles is spelled E-C-H-O-L-S. You can like us on Facebook, C.C. Eccles One Life. Follow us on Instagram, at C.C. One Life. Twitter, at C.C. One Life. And TikTok. So that's going to do it for us. You got anything else you want to say, my brother? I just wanted to say thank you for having us. We appreciate everybody listening. Um, hopefully we'll get to do this again and maybe we'll drop it on a different type of topic or format. But y'all just make sure y'all go out there and follow the One Life show. Y'all get involved with everything Miss Cece got going on. And particularly uh, everybody that listens to the Inner Circle. Um, check out her show as well. She really drops some gems. And if you think that we come up with these quote-unquote clever titles for our episode, then listen, you ain't ready for her because she does the same thing and she does it equally, if not better. So thank oh, you for having man. us, Cece. We appreciate hey guys, you. check out this week's show called Truth to Power. I mm. think it would truly, truly, truly be a blessing to you guys. Amen. Amen. So until next time, ciao, ciao Bella. <laughs> <laughs>